hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do as a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest of what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. So if uh, thoughts are keeping you up about the past, present, or future, you know, feelings, any emotions coming up for you, uh, physical sensations, changes in schedule, time, routine, malaise, whatever is keeping you awake, I've got a safe place here. I'm smoothing it, I'm patting it, I'm rubbing it down, I'm saying safe place. I got it cleared out, signed, sealed, delivered, safe place. And the way I'm going to get it to you is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents... So I'm going to go off to, you know, talk a lot of nonsense, partial words, uh, smushed words, all those things. I'm going to send those to you across the deep, dark night and, and to keep you company and to take your mind off of stuff mostly. So if you're new, a few pieces of information. One, this podcast does not work for everybody, but for most people that become regular listeners, it takes two or three tries before you say, wait a second, this podcast never made any sense. Uh, so that's one thing. The second thing is it goes along with this. This isn't really a podcast you listen to or pay attention to or you say, okay, when's it going to get started? Like, when's this thing getting off the ground with the bedtime stories and the putting me to sleep? And I say, well, we got pointless meanders to get to first uh, and going off topic and, you know, pregnant pauses. You know, I have to... Uh, these, these pauses aren't going to, pre- pre- you know, these pauses didn't get pregnant on their own. You know, I had to uh, do, you know, I had, you know, it takes a bit, a little bit of work. I'm one of those few people that can impregnate a pause with my natural charisma. It's like uh, the only place uh, that may, this particular form of charisma comes in handy is with pauses. But, uh, oh boy. Yep, it just 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 took care of another. You say, well, the scoots those actually aren't pregnant pauses because usually it's supposed to be pregnant with meaning. And I said, well, mine are pregnant with lulling, soothing tones and pointless meanders. Maybe. So it was so. Oh, so this is a podcast. Kind of look at it in a fuzzy way or an out of focus way or just barely listen. Those are the best ways to listen to consume the podcast. Uh, so this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to. Uh, that's one. But really, this is also the one sleep podcast. It's the sleep podcast that's been around since 2013. Uh, and it doesn't put you to sleep. So I'm the one sleep podcast that's not really here to put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company uh, as you drift off or during the day, which is more and more popular right now for a little break. Or if you wake up in the middle of the night, or if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here. Like, believe me, I know the listeners that can't sleep or need a break during the day. And I'm here for you. I mean, these episodes are complete. I'm here, complete, you know, complete nonsense, but I'm complete as well. And I'll be here to the very end to keep you company.
And in some sense, that's what works, is that it, you can sleep sound knowing you don't need to pay attention, but then I'm here to keep you company. But if, if you're on the other side of it and you can't sleep, I'm here to keep you company too. So it's like a double bonus. So, okay, those are two of the things. The other thing that throws new people off about the show is the structure. And the structure actually is was designed over three the first 300 episodes it took to kind of get the structure down. Uh, to where it is today, and maybe another 150 to, to where the, to the full-on structure. But so, so like, uh, you can throw people off. So show starts off with a greeting, uh, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, what up? Time for me to goof around. Then there's business, uh, which is essential for regular listeners. New listeners are not super important. But it's like my favorite part is that the podcast is free and accessible to anybody. Well, not accessible might be, you know, the, the, anybody it might work for. Because you say this is not, it's like, a, a, like a, it's like get, trying to get through a wall of marmalade or something. It's not very accessible. It's like trying to find one Lego in a tub of pudding. And I'd say, wow, you really know how to make up analogies that work well on a sleep podcast. And you say, well, thank you. So, oh, structure of the show. So it starts off with business or greeting business. Business throws some people off and then the intro throws off other people. So this is the thing. This podcast is not for everybody. But if you're skeptical or doubtful, just give it a few tries. There's nothing to lose here other than a little bit of time. And yet, I'm not, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but structurally, I just want to give you some info because they can throw people off unnecessarily. So show, like I said, it never, it barely ever gets started. It does get started, but it just kind of putters along. So the intro is the starting of the show. It's the first 20 minutes of the show, which is about one third of the podcast with the, with the greeting, the business, and then the intro. And for the new listener, kind of the intro introduces you to the podcast, gives you a general idea of the um, what to expect, which is, you know, we say, well, it's not bad. It is like watching someone search for a Lego in uh, a giant tub of pudding. And it, the, the, in this case, they were searching for that Lego soccer ball in a, 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 a tub of tapioca pudding. So it was not going well. Uh, oh, so, but the intro, the real thing about the intro is it introduces new people to the podcast, but for regular listeners, what, why the intro? So the intro is like 12 to 18 minutes combined with the rest of the show, 20 minutes. And for a regular listener, it's their wind down and they're easing into bedtime. Easy like a Sunday morning, as the L train used to sing. Easy and drawn out. Like a like a, a you know not like a Sunday morning where you say okay it's still eleven on a Sunday can still consider that kind of morning. That's why they invented brunch maybe. And uh, so so a lot of listeners like two percent of listeners start the show at twenty minutes. Uh, then a, a large chunk of like five thousand people support the show on Patreon and they might listen to story only episodes or the Patreon releases. But then the rest of the listeners, a few hundred thousand people, they listen to the show. Some of them start it before they get into bed, and some of them start it right when they get into bed. And it helps give you a runway 
right, like ease you off into bedtime. Uh, because for most of us that have trouble sleeping, it's not something that happens instantaneously. So the the intro helps the day fade away, and you could do it with other bedtime routines like foam foam rolling, or you know folding. Maybe you do some origami. Maybe you're doing some doodling or petting those sweet, sweet pets that continue to tip me when I say there's nothing better to do right now than to pet some pets or blow kisses, you know, to your fish tank or wink at your fishes or other, you know, wink at your terrariums right now and, uh, you know, do flex your bicep. Even if you don't have a terrarium, you know, flex your bicep and kiss it just in case, uh, you know, a terrarium somewhere in the universe needs to watch a human kiss their bicep or their shoulder, you know, to make them feel good. They say, oh, boy, if it wasn't for that human kissing their bicep in a goofy way, I don't know how, you know, every, you know, being in this terrarium, I mean, it's not bad. But that makes, that makes, this may, that makes it grand. It gives me something to look forward to every night, which is the goal of the show. And you say, people look forward to this? And I say, well, kind of. Uh, so if you're new, kind of just start listening and then kind of see how it goes. And you could say, well, I'm going to be one of those 2% that start the show 20 minutes and then just get closer to the story. Or you say, well, I like to start it before I get in bed. I brush my teeth. I can't really hear you while I'm brushing my teeth. But, uh, you know, it's not like, uh, I'd say, yeah, that might work for you. So the main thing is that the podcast, if you become a regular listener, that it becomes some part of some nice routine at bedtime you could look forward to. And you see, well, sleep with me is like one part of that. Patting the pets and kissing biceps is probably, you know, that's the keystone habit. Maybe that could be our keystone habit. Or kissing your shoulders. Like if you need self-soothing. A lot of people that listen a long time, they know this is a powerful technique I've invented. So kissing, when you need a little silliness, that's when you kiss the bicep. Uh, and if you need double, you kiss your, both your biceps. Uh, if you need even more silliness, you smooch your bicep loudly. If you need something more gentle and self-soothing, you just kiss your shoulder. And you could kiss it through your clothing or you could, you know, lower your T-shirt or whatever. And you say, hey, you're doing a good job, shoulder, you know. Uh, you know, I'm just giving you a little kiss or you could, or you could do something, you know, like, uh, fake European and kiss both your shoulders and say, wah, wah, woo, or, you know, Mona me. So those are all things you could do. Maybe those would be, those could be all part of a keystone habit. I guess that's not one thing. Uh, but you'd say like, and you can't say self kiss, sleep with me and self kissing the habit that makes sleep possible. But it would be true. It would just get a lot of odd, you know, looks, especially, you know, if you were like telling people, you'd say, what's your party? What's your, how, how would you describe your sleep routine in two words? And you say, well, thanks. Thanks, Oprah, for having me on. But I only get two words. Yep. Just tell me to, oh, bicep kissing is, uh, that's the secret to sleep. But also, you know, also, you know, kissing your shoulders if necessary, and then the sleep with me. But thanks. Oh, thanks for having me on. I didn't get to the part where I plugged my podcast. Uh, at least I plugged. I don't know if she understood when I said bicep kissing either. So 
And oh, now they have somebody with, that's an expert on habits that's contradicting what I said. Well, that's fine, because uh, we all know the power of kissing a bicep towards some imaginary terrarium. We found the secrets. Uh, we just keep, and we don't even keep them secret. Just people don't. Doesn't make any sense to most people, right? They say, "What is he? T- what, like, this is a conversation." So sometimes we have couples that listen together. Then other times we have like couples that have like a, a friendly relationship around the podcast. One member of the couple listens or the partnership, and the other is like, "Well, that's great that Scoots can help you sleep." Then we have like a lightly antagonistic couple, like that someone sleeps the podcast and the other person has like a light antagonistic feelings towards me. And those are the people that say, what does he tell you to kiss your shoulders? Uh, like are your body, what do you kid? We don't have a terrarium, but why are you kissing? What kind of, what kind of thick podcast is that? He kiss tells you to kiss your shoulders. And I'd say, buddy, if you were kissing the right shoulders, like if you were setting up, you know, doing the chores and not falling asleep so fast and snoring so loud, you might be kissing some shoulders. Uh, sorry, I didn't. I guess I got. I had to talk back to that. Uh, but I say, yeah, it's just something fun and nice to do. And our imaginary friends in our terrariums or aquariums, even the other pets. I mean, the other pets would per se. Enough with the bicep kissing. Could you just pat me again? And by the way, pets, you know, you could become patrons too. You just, uh, you know, figure it out. I don't know how to do it, but, you know, figure it out. You you know, you're mildly intelligent or unbelievably intelligent. I was just kidding there. For human, I put that in for human sake so they don't know about the deal we worked out. So, okay, so circle back. Oh, so structure. I was trying to tell you about how structure can, the intro can go on and on and on and go nowhere to help be a part of your bedtime routine. So I think we demonstrated that. Then after the intro is some business, then after the business is our bedtime story. And that tonight it'll be the final, uh, or the, well, the series finale of, uh, It'll be a series finale of our episodically modular series, uh, Get Bissos, uh, season three, the Z-Biff season. Though we'll also have a recap episode, so don't worry. Um, so that's uh, so that's a structure show. I guess that's it. I mean, I hope I like you give the show a few tries. Uh, the reason I make the podcast is because I believe you do deserve a good night's sleep and a place of solace and that the world will be a better place when your world's a better place, when you're rested and you can enjoy it a little more. And you can have a little bit more rest to cope and deal with stuff. Uh, that brings me happiness, knowing you're getting some rest or that you're not dreading bedtime. That brings me joy, actually. When I hear from people, they say, I don't dread bedtime anymore. And more look at it as an opportunity to kiss my biceps. Uh, then I listen to your podcast, you know, because the keystone habit is really the kissing of the biceps. So somebody remind me of that if I haven't started, you know, doing that. The sleep with me method. Uh, but I think other people have, you know, then I, well, I say, well, I have the shoulder kissing, also the imaginary terrarium, which other people that kiss their biceps, they don't have either one of those. And the sound effects are important. 
So anyway, I'm glad you're here. Like I said, give the show a few tries, kind of see how it goes. I really hope it can help you. I'm really glad you came by and gave me your time. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place uh, beside, a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. It's, uh, you know, whether it's the thoughts, uh, like the stuff you're thinking of, like what is this guy talking about, or what what happened? Scoot's uh, got a little early mix up there. So thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, it could be emotions, uh, it could be about, you know, it could be past, present, or future related, uh, physical sensations, anything going on with your body, uh, whatever this changes in schedule, travel, partners, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to help with that. And what I'm going to do is I have this beautiful safe place uh Oh, no, Monday, beautiful or mundane safe places set aside. Oh, yeah. What, oh, what's your favorite kind of architecture? Okay, well, it, this is influenced by that, believe it or not, this safe place. Uh, totally influenced by that. Air. Oh, it's not an era, it's a style. Well, it was vaguely in, influenced by that. Uh, and it's both, you're right, it's both mundane. It was the one where you, it's kind of like a, yeah, it's it's totally like that. I keep getting the word parson put in there, and I don't know why that's coming in. It doesn't have anything to do with the style of the safe place. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I got a safe place set aside for you, plenty of room, plenty of privacy, or, you know, there's communal areas and private areas. That's what makes it a safe place. And it's very, ma- ma- it's it's solid and malleable, of course, Uh and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless and rustified meanders, uh, superfluous tangents. You might say, Scoots, what is a superfluous tangent? And I'd say, well, sometimes you say, could, could this use one more tangent? And then I say, what's that tangent over there? And you say, well, are you going to put the extra tangents into the stone soup? And I'd say, well, how about I carry the stone soup? I think I'm going to do carry the stone soup. Uh, that's my thing is I carry it. It mixes it a bit. Uh, and I'm just going to take it on an extra. I'm just going to go 400 steps uh, like in this, in this, down this path. I don't know where the path goes, but I'll probably be back in 400 steps or uh, some number of steps eventually. I realize that you don't feel like the soup needs that. Uh, wait, it's a metaphor? Stone soup's a metaphor. Holy mackerel. So I'm just walking, you just lightened my load because uh, I'm walking around with a metaphor inside a metaphor. It's like a, walking around with a cloud. Holy mackerel. And you know what it makes me think of is another, like I'm trying to think of another superfluous tangent that I could put come up could come up with there. Within that, uh, you know, because I think about superfluous makes me think of superfluous. Uh, 
which would be a nonsensical word version of superfluous, but it's pretty nice on the ears. And another thing you could say to help you relax or during the day, an inside joke for yourself, you say, superfluous. Uh, okay, and then you say, Scoots, could you s- spell that for me? Superfluous. Okay, let me try to spell super superfluous, right? Super, S-U-P-E-R, superfluous. Uh, it's probably harder than it looks in my brain, and it looks like a spaghetti, el dente. Let's just say it's F-L-O-U-S or something. Superfluous. Zuberfluous. Oh, I changed the word already. Zuberfluous. Uh, Zuber. Z-U-B-E-R. Zuberv. Zuberv. Maybe it needs an I, a V. Well, let's just, let's just uh, d- decide to work. Let's just say it's a word without spelling. Uh, Zuberfluous. Uh, okay, but this is a script selling. Oh, I thought this was, sell- that was my book at working on. Selling to the script spelling bee. Uh, Inventing words to be spelled. Uh, my lifetime's work. Uh, also, also the original title superfluous, uh, or superfluous, or superfluous. Oh, oh, uh, sorry, that was that was a uh, there was an accidental superfluous tangent in there because usually I try to bring it back for new listeners. Superfluous tangents, basically, a whole lot of nonsense. And what it is, is if you're new, I'm glad you're here. This is a podcast to take your mind off of stuff, to keep you company as you fall asleep. Or, you know, if you're using repurposing this podcast as you study or chill or try to relax, you know, or just, you know, like just to just to take your mind off stuff and keep you company, basically. And what if you're new, uh, again, I'm glad you're here. If you're skeptical, why wouldn't you be? I mean, here I am, uh, maybe I'll stock it. Remember there was pants in the, I think it was in the nineties. Maybe they were called Zuba pants. Uh, I'm not sure if they were the same pants that were like, um, zebra pants, but NFL teams and NFL team colors, or if there was something else. Uh, but I remember there was these things called Zuba pants. I really don't know anything more other than I loved that name. Uh, I think they were the, the 90s version of dad jeans. You'd say, what what is a what is a suburbanite dude wear on the weekends uh, when they're sporting around and saying, hey, sporto, what are you doing later? Grilling after I mow the lawn, uh, uh, sporto. Oh, yeah? What are you wearing? Oh, Sporto, this has already devolved into another superfluous tangent. Uh, you know, I'm wearing those Zuba pants you gave me. Oh, that's right. Thanks, I'll talk to you later. Enjoy the mowing of the lawn and the um, sporting around. Okay, wh- oh, Zuba pants. What was I talking? Okay, so this podcast is nonsensical. I honestly have no idea where those Zuba pants came from, honey. It wasn't Sporto that gave them to me. I think you did. You've always been, uh, you've always felt strongly about the pants my friends give me. These are the pants I love. Uh, I just love sitting around in my Zuba pants. And I just, actually, I just like saying Zuba pants. And I'll have to Google it later to know what they even are. But what Scoots was saying was that uh, he's glad the new listeners are here. He's there to try to help them. Uh, oh, it was so structurally what to expect. It's a little late for that, uh, but I'm still set it up for you. Put you at ease. Uh, show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we're able to keep the podcast uh, 
free. You know, podcasts that takes hundreds and hundreds of hours every month uh, to craft. We're able to keep it free instead of behind a paywall. And you say, really, you craft this thing? I say, yep, believe it or not, I'm only laughing because I, I know you're laughing and because it's true. But so, and because it's ridiculously true. Uh, but so, oh, so there's business, then there's an intro. And for some new listeners, the intro can kind of throw you off. Uh, it's kind of just like, a, like I don't even know what it is. It's a, it's a little bit like recess at the start. of You say, okay, so you start your podcast out, and then you have recess. And I say, well, a recessing is sensibility uh, where you could wind down. Or like at recess, I guess for kids, they run around. It's the opposite for kids. But like, a, so where you can unwind and ease into bedtime. So the intro is where I try to explain what the podcast is. It takes me 12 to 18 minutes and I go off topic. And you could either listen to that as you're getting ready for bed or as you're in bed or while more and more now schools uh, in session and university and stuff like that. Uh, You know, people study to this or code to this or, you know, a few people, paint drying hobbyists watch paint dry. You know, maybe the bespoke Zuba pants maker is uh, stitching away on the new new Zubas uh, for 2020. Nubas, uh, the Zuba pants that are new. New Zubas. uh. Okay, so there's an intro, then there's a business, then there's a a bedtime story. Tonight will be a recap of a Star Trek The Next Generation episode. And what what did... what that entails is if you've never seen it or you're not, you don't, you don't watch Star Trek or you're unfamiliar, I'll be talking about it in a way that you won't, you won't need to have watched it before. Or if you have, you'll say, Scoots, did that really happen? And uh, you'd say, what Natasha Yarn are you talking, are you spinning Natasha Yarn? And they'd say, Natasha Yarn, that was actually, that's the real name of uh, Noir Chardonnay. Uh when I pretend I'm Noir Chardonnay undercover, that's my real name. Also, if you ever want to find me at a hotel, remind me to check in as Natasha Yar. Not Natasha, you know, it's different, but a little bit closer. Uh, yeah, no, believe me, I'll be wearing Zuba pants. Thanks for that question. So there's an intro, then I'll talk about Star Trek The Next Generation, a specific episode. Um, for about 45 minutes. This will be the second of a two-part episode, Redemption. I hope that's what it's titled. Uh, then uh, there's some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure show. The podcast is about an hour long. It's also a podcast you don't need to listen to. You can kind of listen. You can listen. I'm going to be here till the very end to keep you company if you can't sleep. But there's no pressure to listen on your end. You you don't need to. You you'll you might miss some stuff, uh, but you also you know you say how many times can a person say Zuba pants in an intro? That's an, and I say is is there a Zuba pants podcast because that has good alliteration? It'd be better if it was Zeke's Zuba pants. Zeke's Zuba. I can't even say that. Uh, maybe not Zeke. Uh, uh, Zumba in Zuba. Uh, it was a pants podcast. Yeah, because it could be, co- I cover pants used in Zumba classes. Zumba pants, the perfect pants for Zumba. Uh, also, I'm not exactly sure what Zumba is. Uh, 
I just seen ads for it. I think it's like dance exercise, but I'm not positive. But in the case, I'm picturing the Zuba pants are pretty baggy, so they may be good. They're probably made of cotton, though, so maybe we'll have to update that. Maybe our friends at uh, Sweat Chicago can uh, help us. We'll, we'll totally corner that market uh, and start a new podcast, the Zuba Zumba Zuba Pants Podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> what is this thing? Uh, so, oh, you don't need to listen. I think that you figured that out, huh? It made that pretty obvious. Uh, no pressure to listen. No pressure to fall asleep either. The show's an hour, so you could fall asleep as you drift off. I'm here to keep you company, to walk at your side, and to be here, taking your mind off stuff, and then you just drift away. You, so you have the easy job, but I know it's not really easy, uh, but I do want you to get comfortable. I do truly believe uh, you do deserve a good night's sleep. And I can, I can believe that for you. If it's not easy for you to believe that, uh, I'm here for you because I've been there and I know how it feels and I really want to help. Now, the other side of that is the podcast doesn't work for everybody. So give it a few tries and see how it goes. Uh, but most people, the regular listeners, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of people I've heard from say it takes two or three tries and then they can say, oh, okay. I get it. This bad, I get. I get what he means by superfluous tangent. Now it took a little while, but he, he's he's full of it. That Scoots, uh, and uh, he's still. I bet you right now, Scoots is trying to think of another way to shoehorn in Zumba pants. Uh, oh, they're Zumba pants. But anyway, maybe I'll. Yeah, they say. Oh, both of those are brands that you can't use those names, sir. And I'd say, well, that's okay, because I was using a nonsense word about something I already forgot about, like that just barely sounded like, I don't know if I was saying Zoomaphone or something earlier, and your products just came naturally flowing out of there. So anyway, if you're new, I'm glad you're here. If you're a regular listener, I'm glad you're back. Huh? Aren't you glad you're back at listening to this intro, getting cozy? Yeah, uh, getting a little, you know, a little dose of nonsense. Uh, let me tuck in there. What do you want me to do with your feet? Okay, you got it. I'm here to help. I appreciate you coming by. I work very hard at your nice drive, and I'd really like to help you fall asleep. Uh, thanks again one more time for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind that you're thinking about or that are popping in your head. Uh, I call them brain bots. Maybe we'll talk about those brain bots. Uh, we haven't talked about them too much recently that I remember, but, you know, my brain bots could be distracting me. It could be feelings like emotions coming up for you related to the thoughts or just coming up on their own, or maybe they've been there. Uh, waiting for a cool breeze or some hot air from a podcaster to, you know, blow them away or gently soothe them or just say, well, that breeze is nice. Let me just play, pay attention to that. Uh, 
I've never felt a cool breeze of hot air except on Sleep With Me. As cool as breeze of hot air on the other side of the pillow, Sleep With Me podcast, uh, or uh, physical sensations. I'm also here to uh, take your mind off of that. Whatever's keeping you awake. It could be something else. You could work second, third shift. You could be on call. Uh, life, I mean, holy life, if you know what I'm saying. You know, whatever it is, uh, I'm here to keep you company and to take your mind off of stuff so you can drift off. And what I'm going to do is I got this uh, safe place set aside here. Oh, boy, is it nice and cozy. It's also, you know, deliverable. It's on its way there. You could, you know, you could come over here or I can send it over there. Or I'll meet you in the middle, you know, whatever works best for you. So I'm going to, in the way, one of the ways I do that is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky. Just like, as I was reminded, Raven was that so Raven, my creaky dulcet tones. So if my creaky dulcet tones had multiple channel, you know, shows on channels, uh, for the tween market, and they were their own being, that you'd say, okay, so you'd say that's oh so creaky. What's that show about, oh so creaky? Well, you, it's about a door, a creaky. We, we tried to get oh so creaky dulcet tones, but they said, that's so raven, three words. And I said, oh, so you this channel only does TV shows? I said, oh, well, Pete and Pete, uh, Secret Life of whatever, Sweet Life of uh, whatever or not, whatever. Other shows I can't remember. Hannah Montana, that's only two words, actually. They say, right, that's less than four. I say, oh, okay, got me. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I could go so so creaky. Could we do it about a creaky door that runs a house, you know, full of tweens? Adorable. Uh, well, some, some adorable, some, you know, more of a... You know, you're, you're, you know, a little bit rough around the edges. Uh, you know, family that comes together but also do, doesn't always work together. And the door that enables that. It could open, the episode could open with the do- creaky door opening. Okay, I, lo- I lost the executives I was on the line with. They'll get back to me, though, I'm sure. So, oh, creaky dulcet tones is also what my voice sounds like. Pointless meanders. You got one of those about creaky dulcet, my creaky dulcet show. That's a different show, the creaky dulcet show. That's more of a personality driven show. That would be after, uh, you know, oh, so creaky uh, does big. Then they say tonight to, uh, at 2 p.m. Uh, check out the Creaky Dulcet Show, where the Creaky Dulcet Door will be talking to people about things and stuff like that. Celebrities, you know, stu- you know, things, maybe, t- you know, uh, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, so pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, uh, unnece- unnecessary words, uh, confusing tangents, too. So I'm going to do all those things to take your mind off stuff. If you're new, let me give you a couple pieces of information or try to before I go as I go off topic once again. So this podcast doesn't work for everybody. That's one thing you need to know. But for most people it works for, you just need to give it a few tries and see how it goes. Or you don't need to. You could give it a few tries and see how it goes. That's what most 
I'd say 90 to 95 percent of listeners say, and there's people now that have been listening to the show six, seven years, and they commonly say, well, at first I didn't know what it was, and it was a little bit different, and eventually I realized, yeah, I don't know what this is, and it's a little bit different. Perfect for falling asleep to. Uh, I didn't know if I liked creaky dulcet, creaky dulcet tones or creaky dulcet tangents, and then I realized I didn't really need to like it. Uh, I don't know if that's what ambivalent is, but that's what we're shooting for is how my brain's defining ambivalent. You say, well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm oh boy, I listen to Sleep With Me seven nights a week, uh, eight, eight episodes a night, support it, do everything I can. They said, well, how do you really feel about the show? Clear your, clear your actions show you have strong feelings about the Python. Yeah, no, I'm more feeling ambivalent about it. I'm really, uh, I'm here, you know, I, I back up my ambivalence. It's the one thing I strong, I'm strongly ambivalent about. Normally, you're just ambivalent. What was sleep with me? I feel strong, I feel strongly ambivalent about it. Yes. Uh, actively ambivalent. That'll be another story one day. I'll tell, you know, another biography I'll write. Okay, so, oh boy, though, I had points. Oh, so, yeah, not a, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. That's one thing. The second thing is if you're new, uh, approach it kind of loosely and out of focus because the podcast is very different. It's not really meant to be listened to, but you, initially you'll have strong feelings because you see, well, this isn't what I expected, and this isn't exactly what I would associate with a sleep podcast. And I'd say, yeah, kind of give it a try and kind of see how it goes. It is very different. You're correct in that. And, of course, you'd be doubtful or skeptical because you've probably been through tons of sleep solutions and tried a ton of things. And probably spent a lot of money on, and time on all that stuff. So give this show a few tries. See if it helps. I hope it does. Uh, the other thing is, unlike all that other stuff out there that's made to put you to sleep or it comes with a guarantee, you know, I already said there's no guarantee, but, it, you know, it comes with this promise of putting you to sleep. This podcast really won't put you to sleep. It will be here while you fall asleep and maybe for some of you while you're sleeping. So I'm more here to keep you company and tell you a bedtime story just like a friend would as you fall asleep. So I'm I'm here to take your mind off stuff and be a comforting presence or a distract, you know, a barely distracting presence you don't have to feel, you know, that you don't have to feel strongly about, that you can feel strongly in your lack of uh, your neutral feelings about. So podcast you don't need to listen to doesn't really put you to sleep. But the thing is, if you can't sleep or you need the show multiple times or you're waking up or whatever it is, uh, I'm here for you. This show goes to the very end. There's 300 episodes ready ready for you to listen to. New stuff comes out twice a week. So I'm here. Uh, so if you can't sleep, I'm here to keep you company. Or if you're not listening and you're sound asleep, I'm here to keep you company. My job is the same uh, because you're important to me. The reason I make the show, one of the reasons is because you do deserve a good night's sleep. And you don't deserve all that extra pressure or people saying, well, if you did it right, you'd be sound asleep. That's a brain bot. Also, humans talk like that, too. But that is an example of a brain bot in my brain. And brain bots are, at least to me, a unitary function 
within your brain, a bit like brain bots. Not all of them are as cute as BB-8 or that cone droid that I talked about with the wheels. Uh, but they could be, they could look delightful, but rarely, unfortunately, I don't have like the joy bots. Uh, I say hello when, when I'm looking for the joy bots, I'm, uh, they're a little bit harder to find. I mean, they're out there. I've learned that in my own life journey. Uh, but the light, the, the joy bots, you got to actually be more intentional to find them. You got to be in the moment or you got to keep a gratitude list, uh, but the brain bots or the other ones, you could use other words to describe them. Like they're, they, they kind of seem, they kind of effortlessly turn on and then they have a perpetual energy. So like one of them would be like, you're doing it wrong. And you say, well, I'm just trying to go to sleep. Yep. Well, you've been doing it wrong for that's why. If only you could do it right, you'd sleep great. You see, are you sure it's not the pressure you're putting on me? by Because t- I don't know what I've, I've tried everything. Probably haven't tried it the right way. You say, well, but that part of us, it really is, at least for me, it's not as, it's not as, uh, it's uh, really what well, the truth is, it's in as much P-A-I-N as we are. It really needs some loving. And it really doesn't want, it really doesn't want to, uh, uh, poke us like it does it really wants to help uh, but it's caught in this weird paradox I just recently learned this about myself because uh, even though I like to talk about it on the podcast I'm very loving to the brain box a lot of times in my personal life I'm, I'm doing a little bit more active work and sometimes it's not all positive work I see what you know especially with that thing you say sometimes you get a little fed up right and not that long ago, I realized, oh, wow, you're, I mean, really, you're me, and you're kind of stuck in this too, huh? And you're trying to fix things. You really want to help. You just have this one function. You really want to fix stuff. Uh, but when you do, it kind of makes it worse. That can't be easy to be a brain bot either. And in that case, they say, hey, come over here and give me, I don't know what to do. So I'll, I'll just give you a hug or, well, pat you on your BB-88 like dome or stroke, you know, not to sound funny, but I'll stroke your dome if you want me to. I mean, because you're a brain bot within me, uh, like those of you that are guffawing, it's fine. This is, but, uh, I see. So that's the kind of, what the podcast does is a lighter version of that. And don't do any really, I don't do any, uh, brain bot loving or loving like that. Uh, what I do is I say, hey, come on in. I'll tell you a story while you human, your human falls asleep. Because uh, I can see you're stuck in a paradox, you know, too, and you're trying to do the best you can. And you got these tools, which is just, you know, being a little bit of a, a tent that's ear, ear tent, you know, an ear tent uh, or rhymes with that. And so I'm here to help. I'm here to help you and your brain bots. Uh, and, and actually, your brain bots, they love my stories because they're so smart. Oh, boy, are those brain bots smart and helpful. That's why I keep all the seats up front reserved for brain bots with extra, you know, extra squares of rug. Oh, boy, come on over. And like I've talked about on the show, we have special brain bot treats set out, uh, lavender oil, uh, 
circuit soothers. Oh boy, do we melatonin based circuit soothers. Uh, your rugs are imbued with uh, calming energy. Uh, you know, de- de- we, we deionized all the rugs earlier and plenty of stuff like that. So I'm glad you're all here. So that's uh, okay. So that's why I make the show, though, is you deserve a good night's sleep in a place of solace. And you're not doing it wrong. It's just not easy. And it's not easy for me either, or the the hundreds of thousands of other people that are listening along with you right now. They know how it feels too, and it's not a great feeling, right? But this show's here to make you feel less alone and to say, yeah, it's not easy for us either. So if I can help you, uh, it'd be my honor, because your world and our world will be a better place if you get a good night's rest, or at least your bedtime could be a little bit more neutral. And maybe you get to set foot on that path where one day you're, you know, you're patting the, patting the dome of your brain bots or blowing them kisses or whatever it is. Or, you know, r- rubbing their domes. I'm not going to say that other one because it's too goofy. And that was an accident anyway. But so, oh, so that's why I make the show is because I've been there and I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. A structure, which this is a little late to tell you. But this is something that throws a lot of new listeners off. So so show structure goes like this. It starts off with a greeting, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary. Then something silly I I say in the moment. Then there's business. That really is what enables us to bring you the show twice a week for free and all the uh, 300 episodes there. And keep it free for a million, to be downloaded millions of times a month for free. Uh, then there's an intro, the intro, the business throws some people off, but a lot of people associate the business with the next 18 minutes, which is the intro because the intro to a lot of some people, even, I mean, even common sense would say an intro should be three or four minutes tops. Uh, but for sleep with me, the intro is optional. That's one thing. If you become a regular listener, you could be like the two percenter listeners. And I recently looked this up on another platform and it was 2% that skip the intro. Amazing. Those statistics. Uh, uh, so like you could be the 2% of people that just start the show at 20 minutes, or you could see and kind of see how it goes. But for most listeners, the intro is 16 to 18 to 20 minutes to give you time to unwind, to get ready for bed or to slowly drift and get comfortable in bed. Because if you're anything like me, sleep does not happen instantly, right? And that's what all those solutions that you're supposed to be doing right kind of say. You know, oh, if you just do this, this, and this, uh, and you do that 84 or 41 breathing or whatever it is, uh, and you think about, you know, the center of light, then you fall asleep. It just never has worked for me. Not that it doesn't work for some people. And I meditate and stuff like that as a part of my routine, but it doesn't help me fall asleep. Uh, it does help me fall asleep on a regular basis. Uh, so I kind of sound like I'm poo-pooing stuff. I'm more poo-pooing the idea that, uh, oh, I just saw one of the brain bots poo-poo. I got to clean that up. Uh, sorry about that. That's why I was on my brain. But uh, that's for any kids listening. Uh, it's just oil anyway. Don't worry about it. I, you know, oh, wait, no, it looks like some oil and some... Uh, what is that? Uh, I don't know. But it, 
lavender, melatonin, lavender or something. Okay, so I clean that up. So, uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do as a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. Uh, it could be thoughts, you know, things on your mind. I don't know if I always said on your mind because they're kind of in your mind and around your mind. And kind of like dancing around, you say, or flying around like those, you know, summertime beings that fly around. You see, so they could be, I mean, and sometimes when you say flying around your mind, that sounds like they're going fast. Uh, and sometimes they are, but sometimes they're, they're like lackadaisically moving about. You're, you're trying to go to sleep, right? And you're saying, what are you doing flying around up there, thoughts? I'm trying to get to bed. I'm trying to do a podcast intro. So it could be thoughts, past, present, or future, feelings, like emotions coming up, uh, either about thoughts or just in general. Sometimes, I guess, motions bubbling, motions or motion. Here's the thing. Hopefully, your bed's not in motion right now. I mean, maybe you're, you know, maybe you're in Afterglow City. That's great. Uh, but hopefully, like your your, uh, but your emotions kind of do bubble up, or they appear, or they're just there. You say, "Whoa, oh boy, I felt you before I noticed you." You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's how I feel. Sometimes it could be years later. I said, "I've been feeling you for years." Whoa, huh? Uh, so feelings, uh, physical sensations uh, could be coming up. Uh, and you could be dealing with those. So whatever it is, I'm here to take your mind off of that slowly. Can't do it immediately, but we'll, we'll get there. And what I'm going to do is I got this safe place set aside. I'm sending it to you all the way right to your wherever you are. Signed, sealed, delivered, a safe place. And if, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I did wrap, I wrapped it up, uh, but in a convenient way that's easy to unwrap, uh, but gives you a sense of, oh boy, you see, this is the first safe place unboxing we've ever done on sleep with me. I say, well, I'll probably forget if we, but I'll try to come back to that. And one of the ways I establish this safe place is I send my voice across to the deep dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing creaky dulcet tones so creaky dulcet tones they tend to eventually grow on you or you say well i don't i don't mind these cre the creaky dulcet tones are a bit different like they don't have an immediate soothing quality to them but believe me they'll like if the podcast works for you obviously you say well i, I do like to and it's creaky like a door and dulcet like a sweet treat uh, or you know beautiful sound you know, like a Tibetan bell. I don't know if that has a dulcet tone, but to me it does. It's certain ones, I'm sure you say, well, you say, Scoots, what did you get? What did you get for your, give yourself a gift today? And I say, well, I bought these refurbed Tibetan bowls. Turns out they're called Tibetan bowls, not bells. I misspoke earlier. 
uh, it was actually like a sound pack. It was discounted, refurbed, uh, uh, secondhand Tibetan bowl sound effect pack. Royalty free. Um, but it, it's mostly the ones that, uh, are in the frequencies that aren't soothing. They're, they're, they're more, they don't even have any in the creaky uh, frequencies. They're mostly just the kind, uh, you don't like, uh, you say, oh boy. Like, now I know how a dog feels when you blow that invisible whistle or whatever. Oh, anyway, so Creaky Delta Tones, Pointless Meanders, just, that was a miniature one we just went on there. Uh, superfluous, ta- it could have been a superfluous tangent, too. I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to misspeak. Oh, boy, mispronounce. Uh, I haven't met a pronunciation. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, you know, uh, you know, do that, uh. Uh, so, but what I'm really going to do is I'm here to keep you company as you fall asleep. So if you're new, let me give you a couple pieces of information as we unbox what this sleep podcast is. Let me, unbo- as we unbox what this uh, sleep podcast is. So the first thing to know is we take it out of this beautiful box. Uh, oh boy, is it soothingly packed uh, in this nice, is that lavender I smell? is uh, the idea that this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to. We take it out, you look at it. It's kind of like a snow globe. So if you wanted to visualize what we're taking out of the box, uh, you say this is this snow globe symbolizes the fact you don't need to listen to the podcast because you kind of shake up the snow in a snow globe, right? And sometimes you look at whatever the the place or the character is in the snow within the globe. And you kind of look at the snow, but you don't pay a whole lot of attention to it. I mean, some people may, and that's cool. But you maybe only notice the snow is like uh, for a few seconds, and then maybe your attention drifts elsewhere. That's what you do the whole time to this podcast. You kind of look at it like the snow in a snow globe. Yeah, snow in a snow globe. I even have trouble saying that. I'm a little slow on the snow globe, you know what I'm saying? I've been that way my whole life. Uh, so it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. You can kind of barely listen. So that's one thing. Now let's take this second thing out here. Oh, this is interesting because this is, you could say these are slippers. Uh, I don't know because that's what popped in my head. And oh boy, are these cozy slippers. And they say they're sleep slippers, right? Uh and maybe they have the ones you could warm them up first, uh, just like Chris would say, warm it up, Chris. And you'd you'd say the slippers, I'm about to. Uh, and uh, the slippers would say, warming up feet is what we were born to do. But so these slippers, uh, the, the thing about the sleep with me is that these slippers symbolize as we unbox them is really, you know, that Sleep With Me is more of a podcast to be here while you fall asleep than to put you to sleep. Like, just like slippers, you don't, not too many people wear slippers in bed. If you do, nothing wrong with it. My only recommendation would be have some bed-only slippers. You know, give yourself a gift with some bed-only slippers if you do wear slippers in bed. Uh, but you, you know, a lot of people, I mean, some people associate, you know, slippers and lounging, but I don't know. I mean, I've been making a sleep podcast for seven years. I I see a lot of sleep stuff and slipper stuff aligned. 
But slippers are more part of a bedtime experience than to put you to sleep, even if they're sleep slippers. I mean, unless they're made by Morpheus, the 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 great god and goddess of sleep, who would say, oh, yeah, these ones, you just click them twice. And, you, and I'd say, well, thanks for putting sleep with me out of business, Morpheus, with your sleep slippers. Flooded the market with those. So this podcast, the reason why those slippers symbolize that is it's really not here to put you to sleep. It's here to be here as you fall asleep, to be a part of your bed-down and wind-down routine. Bed-down routine. Again, that's my favorite, one of my favorite Beastie Boys, like uh, tracks that was never released. Gotta get a bed-down. People thought it was made about a bed made of down, which it wasn't. And then people thought it was a metaphor for something else, which it was not. Uh, so that's why it wasn't released. Also, I imagined it in my head. Probably another reason they didn't really release the song. Uh, but so, so this is a podcast you don't need to listen to, just like Snow Globe. And it's more a part of your bed. Down, you know, you can listen to it in bed as opposed to the slippers, which I guess this imaginary ones were having as bed, bed slippers. Also called socks. Uh, we just renamed them slippers, bed, bed socks. Uh, so it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. It's more here to keep you company as you fall asleep. So those are two things to note. The other things we got to get out of this box is the structure of the show. Uh, because it is like it, it really had to get it in this box because it's so uh, the structure of the show is so different. So the first thing you'll notice is the show starts off with a greeting. I guess that would be the card in the box that says, Hey, glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, or friends beyond the binary. Everyone's welcome, and we're here to try to put you to sleep. So that would be the first thing you would notice. Uh, then at the bottom of the box is like uh, like how you say, Whoa, that's like the... Uh, the thing from the company that sent the box, it has how, you know, everything, the inventory and the costs. So the next thing we have to do to keep the podcast free for everybody is the business. So we do the business next. Uh, then after the business uh, is uh, like the intro, which I guess in this case would be like, if we if this was a box or something, it'd be like a, a sampler pack where you say either you ordered the sampler pack or even better, they included it for free. Because, uh, but you'd say, huh, this isn't like any other sampler pack. Uh, but it, uh, the idea of a sampler pack, I think, is to introduce you to a variety of products, right? So you could sample them. So Sleep With Me has an intro that's somewhere around 12 to 20 minutes long. So we greeting, one minute, business, four, five, six minutes. Then from about minute seven to minute 20 is the intro. Those are approximate things. So you'd say, like, uh, with a sampler pack, I think this may be easier to understand, but some people might say, what are these jars so small for? Because... Uh, you know, I, I would like a more, and they said, well, yeah, you could order, for, but I guess it would be, I guess that's a pretty good thing. So you'd kind of have to look at this. Sleep With Me is the inverse of a sampler pack because it's a gigantic, maybe that would be it. You'd say, oh boy, at the bottom of the box, at the top of the box is a sampler pack. You say, okay, that makes sense. At the bottom of the box, the sampler is bulk size samples, uh, 
And you'd say, well, I'm not even sure. I haven't even tried this product or paid for it. So this is great because I had not happened in bulk. So the reason that Sleep With Me, really, the intros are, are so long is, one, to introduce you to the podcast and give you a general idea of what you're getting. Uh, but two is uh, that uh, the podcast is really part, supposed to be part of your bedtime routine. And for people to become regular listeners, or, or thank you, regular listeners, for being here, they either start the podcast as they're getting ready for bed or as they just get into bed. Or like a lot of people listen during the day for a break. But the whole idea of the intro is it slowly winds you down. So whether you're getting ready for bed and you're listening and you're doing some bedtime stuff and prep stuff. Or you're in bed and starting to get comfortable and relax. The podcast is here to kind of do that with you as you wind down. Because I haven't found any instant way personally or as a sleep podcaster, to just, you know, instantly put you to sleep. So if you're still confused, I'll tell you a few ways people listen. Some, 2% of people start to show at 20 minutes because uh, they just want to get closer to the story. Then uh, a variety of people, like, start the show, and then they set a sleep timer for 30, 45, or 60 minutes. Maybe that's probably, like, uh, less than 5% of each of those, I would say. I'd have to get a look. Uh, and those people either start the intro during their, before or after they get in bed. And some people fall asleep during the intro. And then some people don't start listening until they wake up. So that's another style of listener. Another way people listen is that they start an episode and maybe they set the sleep timer and then the ne- for 30 minutes and then the next night they start the same episode at 30 minutes. So there's a lot of different ways to listen to the podcast. You could kind of slowly discover what works for you, which again kind of is about this sampler pack idea. It's just we've packed our sampler pack in a way that doesn't make it easy. I guess it doesn't. It kind of breaks the mold of sampler packs, uh, but it makes sense in this situation. The other th- thing about sampler packs is that uh, you discover not everything is your taste, right? And unfortunately, Sleep With Me just doesn't work for everybody. I'm not everybody's taste or, you know, just uh, some people just want a bedtime story or they're looking for something different. But also, you got to be careful in a sampler pack uh, that you do give everything a try. So I tell everybody, give this show two or three tries because it is an acquired taste. And, I mean, millions of people have acquired a taste for the show. And I only say that because almost every person that has an acquired taste for the show has said, oh, yeah, it took two or three tries before I acquired. It's actually the opposite. I acquired a, I realized I didn't have to taste the podcast, which is great because I really had never had any interest in tasting podcast. Let's put that on a shirt and sell it because that's probably, I never had any interest in tasting a podcast. Uh, sleep with me. I assume it tastes pretty neutral. Not as, you know, not as tasty as other podcasts, but, uh, yeah. So that's, that's, so that's most of the stuff. Now then there's two other big things in the box. Uh, so we do the story or we do the intro. Then there's a little more business between the intro or the sampler pack and the big box in there, which is our story that starts around 20 minutes. Tonight will be our 
look back at uh, our episodically modular series, Get Bezos, and a look ahead to our new series. And then again, at the bottom of the box or the end of the show is a thank you so that I say, thanks. Hey, thanks for checking this out or thanks for purchasing this product. Uh, if it was an unboxing. Now, another great, now here's the amazing thing about this. This is the only unboxing you'll ever experience this is that everything disappears. You say, wait a second, I didn't have to deal with the box or the wrapping or wonder if this was recyclable or not. Oh, no, this is a figurative box, uh, so it's gone already. You could use the stuff in there, but you don't got to clean up after me. Just like having a guest over, just like having a guest over that you don't have to pay any attention to me, you know, you don't have to worry about me leaving crumbs behind when I go, you know, it's just uh, I'm, I'm on demand. So that's pretty much all you need to know. Other than this fact, I make the show because I've been there. I have trouble sleeping and I've had it my whole life. So I know how it feels there in the deep, dark night. That's why I call it the deep, dark night. Uh, because that is uh, figurative and it's real. Uh, but also, that's counterbalanced by the fact that I believe... You know what? I don't believe it. I know it. You deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you can rest and feel safe and unwind. And it's my job to provide that for you, if I can. Like I said, it is an acquired taste. So I'll try uh, to do that, and I hope it can help you because you, you do deserve that. And with you rested, not only will your world be a better place, our world will be. And that's the truth. I mean, it, it really is a fact. Uh, and I'd be honored if I could provide that for you. I really appreciate you coming by and checking the show out because I work really hard. I yearn and I strive. I really want to help you fall asleep. Uh, so thanks again for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. You know, whether that's uh, thoughts, you know, things you're thinking about, you know, things on your mind about the past, the present, or the future, or just, you, you don't, you see, they're just thoughts coming up. Uh, it could be deep thoughts or shallow thoughts. I don't know if I've ever talked about deeper, shallow thoughts. Sorry, thoughts, I didn't mean to call you shallow. Uh, though I love, by the way, I love shallow water, so... Uh, thoughts of physical sensations, so anything coming up for you physically or feelings, anything emotionally coming up for you that, that, that might be uh, getting in the way of sleep. It could be something else or no offense, but somebody else uh, who's snoring or tossing and turning or messing with the temperature in your uh, room or home. And now we're rolling our eyes and sighing at them. And maybe you're looking at them in, in a way that's both loving and uh, in a way that's, F, you know, well, I'm here to help with that. Uh, so, but it could be, tra you know, travel, temperature, changes in routine, holy changes in routine. Uh, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't, shouldn't say holy changes in routine because you'd say, 
is that what your beliefs and I said no I wish my belief system said well let's uh celebrate these changes in routine they offer us a learning opportunity or a growth I'd say well you know what caused you know what keeps me up tossing turning learning opportunities and growth opportunities I'd say Carol Dweck could could I like they say no coffee after noon or like 1 p.m. or whatever. I'd say no Carol Dweck after 2 p.m. They say like I put it. I'd like to put a stop to my growth mindset about uh, 2 p.m. If at all possible, I'd like to. <laughs> I move into a fixed mindset around 4 p.m. and hopefully I'm fixing. You know, first I'm fixing my dinner, then I'm fixing to relax, and then I'm fixing to get some sleep. But you might be wondering, what am I talking about? Well, yeah, I'm here to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is I'm trying to create a safe place, a little bit of a ridiculous place where you could sit aside that stuff. Like I said, I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'll use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless me. Those are creaky, dulcet tones, like a creaky door mixed with something sweet. Like if your favorite door was creaky and it was always creaky, it would be that that's a creaky dulcet door because then that was also a cologne, the creaky dulcet Dior, door collection by Dior. No one ordered that. So it did not work out for me or, you know, Dior. Now, this, that was Christina Dior, not Christian. But we're no longer in business together because they said I knew that was bad. I said, well. You didn't think a creaky doll, this, this uh, seasonally, I smell like the seasonal scent of a creaky dulcet door. So, oh, what was I talking about? Though? Oh, send my voice across the deep, dark night, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. You already got a few, uh, superfluous tangents, extra words, a lot of nonsense. And if you're new, I want to give you some information right away because you always forget and then I go off topic. And I'm already, But so if you're new, I'm glad you're here. If you're skeptical or doubtful, you're, you're probably, you're, you, you, like, I agree with you because I would be skeptical or doubtful or confused or off-put or maybe a little bit flustered. Those are all natural reactions to this podcast. And so I want to acknowledge that is most people, that's how most people feel when they first start listening. So a couple things to know. One, kind of see how it goes. Most listeners, it takes two or three tries to get used to the podcast if they stick around. Uh, but it does work for a lot of people. So see how it goes. But before you say, well, I'm not so sure about that. I say, okay, totally understand that. You're not ready to see how it goes. Uh, so let me give you information on starting out. If you're going to listen to this podcast, just barely listen to it. And you might say, what do you mean? This is, and I say, well, kind of don't pay super close attention. You can, but if you're trying to figure out when am I going to put you to sleep or how I'm going to do it or when I'm going to get started doing it, I already got, uh, here's a hint. I already got started doing it because uh, I'm more here like to take your mind off stuff and keep you company than to put you to sleep. But also like I found that when people try to look at the podcast, like, you know, like they're looking for something that makes sense. Oh boy. The only sense I make are ones that don't, that Christina Dior tried to sell and didn't, you know, didn't work out. So there won't be a lot of making sense here. They'll be making up sense. Uh, you know, but it's mostly nonsense as I already said. 
So try to approach the podcast in a loose way. You don't have to approach it in a friendly way, like a loose, friendly way. You could say, well, like, you know, like I said, you know, keep me at a safe distance and see how it goes. So one, this is one, this podcast you don't really need to pay attention to and you don't need to listen to. The other thing is there's no pressure to fall asleep. The shows are about an hour, so you have plenty of time to fall asleep and I more keep you company as you drift off than put you to sleep. And if you can't sleep, you know, you're very important to me. If you're awake uh, or if you need the show or you need eight episodes tonight, I'm here for you. That's why I make the show, to keep you company. So if you can't sleep, I'm here. But also in the sense that that works. If you're asleep, I'm still here for you, even though you're asleep. It's great for both of us uh, because I get to be here doing... uh doing my job and keeping you company while you drift off. So, uh, okay, so those are, okay, so those are two things. You know. Oh, then structurally, that's the other thing that throws new listeners off. And the only thing I can do is kind of give you a heads up. It still might throw you off. And, you, you know, this is a podcast. You don't have to like it. Uh, like, it's optional. I hope it works for you. But even for the people that works for, some of those people, they still don't exactly like the podcast. But, uh I hope it. I hope it works for you, and I hope you kind of enjoy it. Um, I so I forgot what my point was. So structurally, oh, this, this so this can throw people off. So the show, this is the structure of the show, and then I'll go into some um, specifics. So show starts off with business. Well, show starts off with a teaser, a greeting, then business, and the business, and then an intro. Uh, then business, and then I'll talk about Star Trek: The Next Generation. Doesn't matter if you, well, I'll go into the details. Uh, then some thank yous. And the reason the podcast is structured that way is like uh, there's business at the beginning that helps us keep the podcast free for everybody. So not super important if you're new. And then there's business between the intro and the um, episode because that's just like some people like their business there. Uh, but because you say, well, why would it be after the intro? Uh, and they say, well, and, and then some people say, okay, tell me about the intro. And they say, well, the intro is around 12 to 14 to 16 to 18 to 19 to 17 and 15, 13, occasionally 11 minutes of me introducing the podcast. So if you're, you know, thinking about it logically, you say, wait a second, it takes you 11 to 13 to 12 to 14 to 15 or 17 or 16 or 18 or 19 minutes to introduce a, po- a sleep podcast. Shouldn't you just say sleep with me podcast to put you to sleep tonight? We're talking about Star Trek and then move on to putting me to sleep. And I'd say, well, that's a legitimate thing. And I do really wish that it worked that well, like that. uh, I could just do a one minute intro and then talk about Star Trek, the next generation. And for about 2% of listeners, it does work that well. They skip ahead and they start the show at about 20 minutes. Uh, but for most listeners and for myself, I need a bedtime routine and a wind down routine. And so the intro, it serves two purposes. It introduces the new listeners to the show. And for the regular listeners, it's new every time. And it becomes part of their wind down routine. So it gives you time to ease into bedtime. So some listeners may fall asleep, but most listeners are either getting ready for bed, they start it playing before they get in bed, or they get they just got in bed and they're getting comfortable. They've been in there, whatever, six or seven minutes now. What up? The bed's starting to get warm finally, huh? 
So the intro is like you could say it's long and drawn out. And I would say, well, more like long and scribbled out. But uh, yeah, it's just the whole purpose is to get, ease you into bedtime. I don't know, like, because uh, that is the intro. The intro is one of the things people feel strong, like that the podcast doesn't work for, feel strongest about that in the business. And the business is kind of unavoidable because they want the podcast to be free. But in the intro, it does serve a purpose for most listeners. And then it's easy to skip or patrons just listen. Some patrons just listen to story only episodes. But really, if you become a regular listener, the most listeners are fans of the intro because they, that's the part of the show they hear. Which I guess is ironic uh, because I put way more work into the story portion of the show. But I think the work I put in the show is what enables you not to have to listen to it. Uh, so that'll be the intro. Then there's business. And then I'll talk about Star Trek The Next Generation. Now, a couple things. If you don't watch the show, don't worry. It'll be soothing and sleepy like a bedtime story. If you're a big fan of Star Trek The Next Generation, you don't necessarily need to worry about it either because it won't make you say, I don't think that was an episode, Scoots. I don't remember any of that happening. I say, well, it's my interpretation of it. So either way, you're covered. You say, well, one day I'm going to watch all. I say, well, again, you say, I thought Scoots talked about this episode. I don't remember any balloon animals. So that's the structure of the show. So those are the things, if you're new, that you need most remind, like, that I, like, I don't know, that I want you to know about. And then I was thinking at the beginning, I was talking about shallow thoughts and deep thoughts, right? And I just thought of this because I said, wait a second. Okay, so, so not many times you say that deep thoughts are, have a negative connotation. Unless, like, it's like you're, um, I don't know how many people have kids in, in their lives. Uh, but like uh, children from the age of like uh, 10 to uh, 45, they have been known to do some deep thinking in a room where you might want to also use it to, uh, you know, go to go to the restroom. And so then you might say, can you can you finish up with those deep thoughts in there, please? I got to get in there and. uh uh, so that like, uh, that's the only time that deep people say, wow, you and your deep thinking, or they say, what are you doing? Sitting around there thinking about deep space or, so there's not many times people say that, but shallow thoughts, they really, like you say, well, like a shallow thought, you'd say, well, how's my hair? You say, oh boy, you and your shallow thoughts. They'd say, wait a second, you could read my mind. You knew I was thinking about my hair. They'd say, well, because your thoughts were so shallow. Your mind's easy to read with those sh shallow thoughts. Uh, but how come shallow, like, here's a, like, because I, 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 I said it. I said, I thought, you know, when you think about shallow water, it's almost like the opposite. Like deep water, you associate it with being cold, maybe having too many fish. Uh, but shallow water, I'll tell you what, put me in some shallow water at a beach where I could see my, you know, put my feet in and see my feet, you know, maybe one or two minnows and it's warm. Holy shallow water. Uh, so, I mean, sometimes shallow thoughts, you, you really need them. Uh, I mean, you say, well, the, you know, they don't involve any deep stuff. They don't have to be narcissistic, you know, or you don't have to use that word, right? You say, well, it's just thinking about bubblegum. I guess that's a shallow thought, uh, chewing it. 
that I don't know what other shallow thoughts, because I don't want to like say something's a shallow thought. It might be a deep thought. You know, one person's shallow thought is a, another person's, uh, the, you know, think piece. But I think we could all agree. I'm just trying to think who would object to shallow water. I mean, obviously, ship, you know, big ships, they'd say, well, we can't even get in there. Or, you know, uh, sea, sea beings that need deep water. But you say, well, shallow water, you could, you know, it's good for your ankles. Sometimes it's good to sit down in. I mean, I'm talking about Hollywood water, by the way. You know, not normal everyday water. You might say, well, scoots, I'm picturing. I say, no, no, this is only Hollywood water. You know, the Hollywood is, I'm, I'm leaning into the Hollywoodization of shallow water. So, yeah, the one with the sunlight filtering through, sandy bottom to holy cow. I mean, yeah, if you have shallow water with M-U-C-K on the bottom, that's a different story. But uh, I'm here to glorify yeah, the, the what's already been glorified in a shallow, you know, because I'm just here to be shallow. I'm talking shallow, 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 shallow cast. We're talking shallow, the shallow water cast, uh, the shallow episode, just talking about how great it is, how pretty it is. Uh, but those are deep things at the same time, but not in this case, you say. I mean, to the um, to the minnow in there, they say, well, this what do you mean this is shallow water? It's a perfect temperature. It's my, you know, this is my home until I go over there, and then that's my home. And then you don't even see me when, you know, when after dark, you don't know where I am. But really, I'm still in the shallow water cruising around. Where do you sleep in the shallow water somewhere? Okay, well, that's good to know. So, I don't know. That was just something I was thinking about. One of my shallow thoughts, I said, how come shallow water does not get the credit? Well, I guess it's not transferable. You say, well, shallow thoughts, Scoots, I don't know if you know this, different words have different meaning. They say, whoa, 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 hold the phone. Does this mean everything I learned with like Latin prefixes and those kind of things, should I throw all that out the window? Well, scoots, shallow is actually a word. It's not a prefix. Are those called prefixes or is somebody going to email me and they say, no, no, that's not what it's called. Well, I don't know because I'm within your brain. But I'm just telling you shallow water and shallow thoughts, those are two different things. Kind of, though. But isn't can you agree with me that shallow water is pretty darn great? So why wouldn't shallow thoughts at least be pretty okay? Can you give me an example, Scoots? Okay, let's say you look at a, the blue sky. You don't like, and you're like me. You know nothing. You like you've learned about clouds and blue. You know that there's like water vapor or something, or you know it's like that you can't see space because of whatever. But you really don't know anything. You say, "Darn, that sky looks good. It's pretty, pretty blue, except for the wispy clouds." Oh boy, that's nice. Is that a good? Isn't that a good shallow thought to have? Or what about the wind? And you say, "Oof, that wind! It's a little chilly, but it feels not okay." I know I have to work on expanding my vocabulary, but you say, "Oh boy, this feels nice." Uh, Oshkosh, bagosh, that wind in my hair. That's a that's a summer breeze, even though it's spring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess so. All right, well, good talking to you. Yeah, great talking to you. I'll see you in a minute, you know, when, when, right in your brain right now. All right, go ahead and go up there. I got to finish this intro.
So I think that's it. Whether you have, like, I'm here to take your mind off of any thoughts or feelings or physical sensations. I'm here to keep you company. I make the show because I've been there and I know how it feels waking up early, tossing and turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. I've had it all. Uh, and I think it's important. I think, I don't think I know you deserve a good night's sleep and I'm here to try to help if I can. I really appreciate you checking this show out. Giving your giving me your time. I work very hard. I yearn and I try to strive uh, to help you fall asleep.